Part three, chapter seven of Quo Vadis, a tale of the time of Nero. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Quo Vadis by Henrik Sienkiewicz, translated by Binion and Malevsky. Part three, chapter seven. Petronius returned to his house. Tigellinus accompanied Nero to Poppaea's hall, where people awaited them by appointment with the prefect. There were two rabbis from the Trans-Tiber, in long robes and mitred heads, a young scribe, their assistant, and Chilo. At sight of Caesar the priests paled from excitement, stretched out their arms, and bowed their heads. "'We salute thee, O monarch of monarchies and king of kings!' cried the elder. "'We salute the ruler of the world, the protector of the people, and Caesar, lion among men, whose dominion is like the light of the sun, and like the cedars of Lebanon, like a spring, like a palm-tree, and like the balm of Gilead.' "'Ye do not address me as a god?' asked Caesar. The priests grew paler. The older one continued to speak. Thy words, O Lord, are sweet as a cluster of grapes, and as a ripe fig, for Jehovah hath filled thy heart with thy kindness. Thy father's predecessor, Caius Caesar, was a tyrant. Nevertheless, our ambassadors did not address him as a god, preferring death to a breach of the law. And Caligula, did he not command them to be thrown to the lions? no lord caius caesar feared the wrath of jehovah here they raised their heads for the name of the almighty jehovah restored their courage trusting in his might they were emboldened to look straight into nero's eyes do you accuse the christians of setting fire to rome lord we accuse them only because they are public enemies of the human race the enemies of rome and of thyself long ago they threatened the city and the world with fire this man will tell the rest he is a truthful man for in the veins of his mother flowed the blood of the chosen people nero turned to chilo who art thou thy admirer osiris and besides a poor stoic i detest the stoics cried nero i hate thrasia i hate musonius and cornutus their sayings i cannot bear their contempt for art their voluntary wretchedness and their filthiness lord thy master seneca has one thousand tables of lemon wood if it pleases thee i may have twice as many i am a stoic from necessity radiant one encircle my stoicism with a garland of roses and place near it a pitcher of wine and it will sing anacreon in such a manner as to deafen all the epicureans nero who was pleased with the name of radiant one smiled and said i am pleased with thee this man is worth his weight in gold exclaimed tigellinus chilo answered lord fill my weight with thy liberality or my weight will be blown away by the wind he would not weigh more than vitellius said caesar <laughs> silver-bowed apollo my wit is not of lead i notice that faith does not hinder thee from addressing me as a god o oh, immortal one truth is in thee the christians blaspheme against truth and therefore i hate them what knowest thou of the christians asked poppaea a little impatiently wilt thou permit me to weep o divinity no said nero it annoys me 
thou art right threefold for eyes which have seen thee ought forever to be free from tears o lord defend me against my enemies tell us of the christians said poppaea oh isis answered chilo since my youth i have dedicated myself to philosophy and have searched for truth i searched for it in the ancient divine philosophers in the academies of athens and in the schools of alexandria when i heard of the christians i presumed that they formed a new kind of school wherein i might find some grains of truth and unfortunately i made their acquaintance the first christian that i met was a physician from naples by name from him i learned in due course that they worship a certain christus who promised them that he would exterminate all people and destroy all the cities of the world but would spare them should they assist him in stamping out the children of deucalion for this reason o lady they hate men for this reason in their meetings they heap curses on rome and on all sanctuaries in which homage is given to our gods christus was crucified but he promised them that when rome was destroyed by fire he would come again into the world and give them dominion over the universe now men will understand why rome was destroyed by fire many already understand it o lord answered chilo for i visit the garden and the field of mars and teach but if you listen to the end you will understand why i demand vengeance at first glaucus the physician did not reveal to me that their religion taught them hatred of men he told me on the contrary that christus is a good god and that the foundation of their religion is love my tender heart could not reject such truth i therefore loved glaucus and trusted him i divided with him every morning of bread every groat lady how dost thou think he repaid me on the road from naples to rome he stabbed me with a knife and my wife that beautiful and young bernice he sold to a slave trader oh that sophocles knew of my story but what do i say since one better than sophocles is listening poor man said poppaea whoever has seen the face of aphrodite is not poor o lady and i see her at this moment but at that time i sought consolation in philosophy coming to rome i tried to reach the christian elders in order to obtain justice against glaucus i thought that they would force him to give up my wife i became acquainted with their high priest i know another by the name of paul who was a prisoner here but was liberated afterwards i made the acquaintance of the son of zebedee of linus and clytus and many others i know where they lived before the conflagration and i know where they meet i can show ye an underground grotto in the vatican hill and a cemetery beyond the nomentan gate where they celebrate their abominable ceremonies i saw the apostle peter i saw glaucus killing children so that the apostle might have something to sprinkle on the heads of those present i saw lygia the ward of pomponia Graecina, who boasted that though she was unable to bring the blood of a child she had caused the death of an infant by bewitching the little augusta thy daughter o osiris and thine o isis dost thou hear caesar asked poppaea can this be so exclaimed caesar i can forgive wrongs done to myself continued chilo but hearing of yours i wanted to stab her i was unfortunately stopped by the noble vinicius whom i love vinicius how can that be did she not run away from him 
she did flee but he searched for her as he could not live without her for a pittance i helped him in his search and i pointed out to him the house where she lived among the christians on the other side of the tiber we went there together and with us thy pugilist croto whom the noble vinitius hired for protection but ursus the slave of lygia killed him he is a man of enormous strength o lord who could wrench off the head of a bull as easily as the head of a poppy from its stalk by hercules cried nero the man who choked croto is worthy of a statue in the forum but thou art mistaken or inventing for croto was killed by the knife of vinitius that is the way in which people lie against the gods o lord i myself saw how the ribs of croto were crushed in the hands of ursus who then fell upon vinitius he would have killed him were it not for lygia vinitius was afterwards sick for a long time but they nursed him they hoped that by their kindness he would become a christian vinitius yes and mayhap petronius also inquired tigellinus chilo writhed rubbed his hands and said i admire thy penetration master it may be so now i understand why he defended the christians but nero laughed petronius a christian petronius an enemy of life and comfort do not be foolish and ask me to believe it i am prepared to believe anything else but the noble vinitius became a christian o lord i swear it by that lustre that emanates from thee that i speak the truth and that nothing hurts me so much as falsehood pomponia is a christian and lygia and vinitius are christians i served them faithfully but at the request of glaucus the physician they recompensed me with a flogging in spite of my advanced age and though i was suffering from hunger and sickness i have sworn by hades that i will never forget it o lord avenge my wrongs and i will deliver unto thee the apostle peter the elders linus clitus glaucus and crispus as well as lygia and ursus i will point out to thee where hundreds yea thousands of them meet i will show their houses of prayer and their cemeteries all thy prisons will not hold them without me ye could not find their abodes up to this time when i was poor i sought consolation in philosophy let me find it now in the favors which will be heaped on me i am old and i have not enjoyed life let that enjoyment commence now thou desirest to be a stoic before a full plate said nero whoever gives his service unto thee will be filled by the same thou art not mistaken philosopher poppaea never forgot her enemies her liking for vinitius was but a momentary passion the result of jealousy anger and injured self-love the coldness of the young patrician stung her and filled her heart with stubborn offence the very fact that he dared to prefer another seemed to her a crime calling for revenge as for lygia she had hated her from the very first moment when the beauty of the northern lily caused her uneasiness petronius who spoke of the two narrow hips of the girl could say what he pleased to caesar but not unto the augusta the knowing poppaea understood at a glance that in all rome lygia alone could rival and even surpass her from that moment she had sworn her ruin lord she cried avenge our child hasten cried chilo hasten otherwise vinitius will hide her i will point out the house whither she returned after the fire i will give thee ten men go there at once said tigellinus 
master thou hast not seen croto in the arms of ursus if thou wilt give me fifty men i will only point out the house from a distance but if ye do not imprison him i am ruined tigellinus looked at nero would it not be better o divinity to rid thyself at one time of both the uncle and the nephew nero thought for a while and answered no not now people would not believe that petronius vinicius or pomponia graecina fired rome they possess exceedingly beautiful houses we want other victims to-day their turn will come next then o lord give me soldiers as a guard said chilo see to this tigellinus thou wilt meanwhile live with me said the prefect joy beamed from the face of the greek i will deliver them all up only hasten be quick he shouted with a hoarse voice end of part three chapter seven